Welcome to the Level Playing Field podcast. I'm Fatima Flores, aka Fatty, and I'm the founder and agent at Level Playing Field Sports Agency, and now your host. Each episode, I'll be talking to the amazing athletes, current and former, coaches, business owners, and fans of women in sport. So we're going to hear real stories, authentic stories, and inspiring stories from each of our guests' journeys. So thank you for tuning in and supporting the Level Playing Field movement. Vamos. Vamos just means in Spanish, let's go. So let's go. Total rookie. Forgot to introduce my amazing guest today. She's my good friend. Her name is Sarah Rainbow. She is also known as Bo and is an elite powerlifter and chef when she's out of the gym. So enjoy. I've called this the Amuse Boosh round. And I know you're going to know what that means, but nice and quick, they're very simple. Um, are you a dog or a cat person? Most definitely dog. Yeah, good. <laughs> we are still friends. <laughs> what is the last song on your Spotify playlist? Oh, it's a good question. Mm. Probably something by Flume, probably. Good, yeah, yeah, good tune. Um, this one's fun. What is your signature dish to cook mm. or to eat? Like, give me a fat, whatever. I just like anything breakfast, to be honest. Like, <laughs> just give me breakfast all day. I'd be happy. Like halloumi. You know, whatever. Even just like, just go straight to. Milk. Yeah. Cocoa Pops and you're there. Absolutely. Love it. And um, what's your go-to coffee? Uh, double latte. <laughs> double latte. Love it. And last one, TikTok or Instagram? Instagram. Sure. Yeah. Instagram's big, but TikTok is actually... Um, pretty huge like uh, even even in the like the business sense it's a massive thing and I'm trying to learn I guess I put that question in there because if there's people here that are amazing at TikTok I could be like do <laughs> do my TikTok because it's it's hard there's a well yeah it's hard because I don't want to do dancing trends I want to do my own thing um but I yeah I just refuse to download it because I'll get I'll just get lost in it I think but there's lots of cool stuff like Definitely on dogs, you'd probably get lost. Coffee art, you'll probably get lost. <laughs> Food as well. There's lots of chefs on there like Gordon Ramsay doing like reactions to people's um, pathetic attempts at cooking. <laughs> Some people are cooking steak in a toaster. Oh. Dude. The, oh. I've heard about it in a microwave, but not in a toaster. Dude, toaster. Like someone went and he's just like, what the hell are you doing, you donkey? Oh, I love him. He's so great. Um, yeah, but I like that little amuse-bouche round. You would know what that means. Um, for me, I love any, everything about food. And, and so I was like, yeah, this is a little taster before we get to the main, you know, the main meal. But, look, I'm so happy that um, that you're here today. Like I admire everything about your story and, uh, you know, it's not a sport or that I really know a lot about and that's why I'm really passionate about kind of sharing people like you and people in these other sports that don't get that limelight. So for the listeners um, tuning in, could you just tell us a little bit about your journey, kind of who you are and uh, how you're here? <laughs> yeah. Um, so I'm a competitive powerlifter. Uh, it's about my sixth year competing now, I think. I've done 
probably about, well, off the top of my head, probably about 20 comps. Mm. Um, I started in 2014. I just did a little novice comp that I had no idea what I was doing. <laughs> yeah. um, and then, yeah, I was just hooked from there. Um, compete again this year in July, so just like getting ready for that now. Awesome. What's, cool. What tournament's that one? Or so it's like the uh, GPC Nationals. Okay. So it's like all of Australia will be competing. Nice. Most, so it'd be cool. And I'm sure we'll be able to like stream that kind of event. Yeah, possibly a live stream. Yeah, they haven't said yet, but um, yeah, normally there is. Look, it's it's, cool. it's um it's insane what you do um in in the gym and 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 it is inspiring because you just and we'll get into it, but you just kind of. For me, I just can't even believe the power of the body <laughs> and the mind, I guess. No, like I, like I, I'm still the same. Like I still don't believe it. Like it's, and it's still cool to learn like new things mm. and like, yeah, it's, it's in, the body is interesting. Yes, you could say that. And look, I was looking at, um, I was sort of like trying to find your PBs and stuff, right? And I went on your Instagram and it says right at the top there, which I wrote down like, what the heck is this? Um, where it said total lift or something, 600 and, 40 mm-hmm. kilograms total I was like what is it like because I don't know the lingo actually yeah, um and then I, eventually I kind of found something but um what what does it kind of incorporate what's the 640 kilograms <laughs> entail because that's an insane number so powerlifting that consists of like three lifts so it's squat bench deadlift ah. so your total is like the combined weight of those three right yeah. okay and what about because I'm looking at the um, your PB here from um, there's like a website where it's got your stats and yeah. I looked at it um, and it go and it says raw and then wraps. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm thinking raw and correct me because I will be wrong probably. <laughs> is it raw that's kind of like we'll just like you and the weight and off you go and is wraps some extra gear? Yeah, so there's a few different like categories in powerlifting. There's like raw uh, and then there's equipped. Um, uh, raw just means like you wear your soft suit. Yeah. Um, and then you can wear some equipment. Yeah. Um, and then there's equipped, which is like a full suit. Which is – so what's the minimum equipment when it's raw? Like So minimum equipment is just your soft suit you can that's wear. It. Um, what's that belt thing? Then, uh, yeah, so I, I wear like a belt, wrist wraps, knee wraps. Yeah, um, yeah. Which, yeah, is entailed still under raw lifting. Wow. Or, okay. you, or you can wear just like knee sleeves. Ah, which, yeah, 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 yeah. So there's a difference between like sleeves and wraps. Right. See, yeah. who would have known? I'm like, oh, it just looks cool. It's like the NBA guys that wear the long sleeve <laughs> arm and, and you're like, how is that helping your free throw? But that's probably my ignorance. But well, it's, it's similar, like knee sleeves. That's probably like a similar effect as it's like, comp- like just compression. Mm. Um, you don't necessarily get a lot out of knee sleeves. Mm. It's more so just for like knee health. Yeah, knee okay. Which is crucial yeah. when you're benching and lifting like <laughs> insane amount of weight here because it says here and I don't know how accurate or how updated it is but it says on the squat 150 rule is that uh it would be yeah that would be in sleeves okay yeah but uh, so I don't normally compete in or I haven't competed in sleeves for like a long time right yeah so I wear like knee wraps now yeah which, um they're like two and a half meters long Oh. Um, and like, okay. Yeah, they're like elastic bands almost. So yeah. you like wrap them around your knees and you get like the rebound like effect out of them when you squat. Wow. Yeah. That's cool. I didn't know. Like, again, I was just like, oh, maybe it's 
a prevention of in case you fall. <laughs> like this is my kind of brain thinking about it. I get the the hand things because it's um, a lot of stress on those yeah. parts of the body. But uh, it's yeah, that's really really interesting stuff. But the, like the knee wraps were like uh, originally designed for knee protection, but then obviously right. people take them to the extreme. And the tighter you can wrap them, the more you get out of them. Right, so right, it's just, yeah. Mm. Yeah, that's insane. Look, that, I mean, the numbers there, and even though these are a little outdated, but the total of 640 kilograms, amazing. Like, I love it. And I love that we're friends because I can <laughs> always call on you and be like, don't mess with me because Bo will take you down. So don't start. Um, something that I was thinking, like, I have an interesting relationship with the gym, which is not really a relationship. Um, <laughs> but trying to change that um, kind of mindset. But for you, you know, you obviously are so committed to this, you love it, but how do you, like what makes you kind of keep going back every day um, to get better or to work on this? What is it that you've, you've done? Uh, I, don't, I think from like an early age I was taught like um, I was, when I was fighting like at an early age it was always taught to like, you know, like believe in yourself and like push, mm. like you motivate yourself, like don't rely on, and I think, I guess I use that a lot now. Like I have like goals set that I want to like achieve Yeah. Like at nationals. So yeah, I guess it's just like pushing myself to like get there. And being disciplined then. Yeah. And, and yeah. Because that takes time. Like the, I, I'm kind of coming around to that um, as like a bit of a life value or motto um, about it's literally in your hands. Like, any yeah, any sure. outcome decision, it's in our hands. How we respond, how we um, attack it, how we recover from things, yeah. um, and no one else can get you out of that. And, and I love the fact that yeah, you mentioned like you have to motivate yourself, yeah, for sure. not your coach and not your teammates. Yeah, or, or yeah no, like like I said, like I was pretty lucky, like learning from an early age, like how to be disciplined and how to be like my own athlete and not having to rely on like someone else to push me and motivate me. I think like like now I look back and I'm I'm very appreciative of that to be able to mm. learn that from you know, like I was like fourteen, fifteen when I was fighting, so it was like mm. a younger age to learn. Fighting which kind? Boxing. Yeah, yeah. cool. I've I've always loved to box and something happens when I put gloves on in a gym and I feel like that's it I'm gonna what is it move like a um, butterfly sting like a bee like I just turn into someone that I'm not but I just get this energy from it it's just really like exciting but bloody hard yeah, yeah. <laughs> I forget that's yeah. actually really physically demanding Very physically demanding. Um, and so you started that at 14 mm-hmm. that's really cool yeah. yeah 14 15 so how did uh I guess then you go from the boxer at 14, 15. How did you find powerlifting? Um, I was always, in, like, from that age, I was always interested in the gym. I think mm. I, somewhere deep inside, I think I always enjoyed the weights more than actual boxing. Right, possibly. yeah, yeah. Um, and then I was just training in the gym one day and a coach that there was a powerlifting coach mm. and she just come up to me and she's like, you should do this comp. And I'm like, Sure. <laughs> I had no idea what powerlifting was, what it yeah. entailed. She's like, you said to squat, bench, deadlift. I'm like, I don't even know what a deadlift is. What's like, a squat? <laughs> I was like, cool. Yeah. Um, so my first comp was like, I was like eight weeks out, just like jumped straight in. Um, and, yeah, 
just like fell in love with it from there. It was cool. I, I love the fact that you had no idea what it was and you said, yeah, all right, like I'm in. Like yeah. that's amazing. That's a cool um, mindset to have and I think that speaks a lot about kind of where you are now. Yeah. I always think back like imagine if I had just like, like said no. I was like where, like, where would I be? Exactly. Yeah. Well, yeah, well, you could be in the ring, uh, <laughs> but you wouldn't have face punched. Yeah, oh, yeah, none of that. I let, you've thought about this in a very, very smart way. I love that. Um, but you know, it's powerlifting isn't uh, one of the most common sports that we hear a lot about. It's kind of a unique community. I say small, but I know it's not small. I yeah. mean, w- that people um, are very interested in this and you just have to see the amount of videos on YouTube, the streaming yeah. um, and all of that. But what do you, like, what are the biggest misconceptions you um, believe exist and want to kind of use this moment right now to be like, that's a myth. That's not true. This is not what powerlifting is. Ooh, there's, there's probably yeah. I guess in most sports, like there's a few. You know, like I always get entailed with the one of like being a female. It's like, oh, you don't want to get too big. I'm like, do you know how hard it is to get too big? I've been trying to do that for the last six years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, right. So I guess there's like that misconception of like you know girls don't want to get too big or like all that sort of stuff um you don't want to lose your feminine yeah. you don't want to look too masculine yeah. or things and like it's like well maybe i want to <laughs> exactly <laughs> like how do, I don't know. how do you know maybe what i want maybe i want to be jacked yeah so, but yeah so i guess okay. like that's probably the one that i find is yeah or like even like the nutrition side of things like there's always a misconception about you know you're, you're a fat powerlifter because you know it's mm. like mass her body weight but it's like well you don't have to be like, yeah you can still be strong and be healthy yeah 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 because I mean there's, there's so much science even in the lead up to a comp yeah sure and that yes that involves your food but then even post I'm assuming post the comp you're going to need to recover your body yeah, that's just sure. been put through yeah. in my opinion hell but you know yeah, like no, yeah most definitely yeah 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 um yeah, so that's really interesting, and that's um, I kind of had a you know I made an assumption that that would be a misconception. Is that perception? It's you know oh you shouldn't do that as a girl because you know you don't want to be too big. You don't want to you know you don't want to lose your your breasts even. I mean that's something I've heard along the lines before. You know the more you kind of like work out and you can't even see like it's it's silly. It's silly, really. It, it is. is. Silly, yeah, um, it's, it's silly because it's like you know it's. It's up to the athletes, like, own, you know, like it's got nothing to do with anyone else. Mm, exactly. No, that's that's really important um, to to be aware of that and and for people to have a little bit more of an, an open mind and understanding. Um, yeah, for sure. I think the world would be a much better place if we did that. <laughs> but, um, you know, you with, you know, those misconceptions um especially towards kind of the being a female powerlifter um what advice do you think you would give to a young girl in high school um that maybe yeah like yourself was boxing for for to keep fit or for fun or whatever um and maybe they've seen it a little bit more on social media nowadays you know we've got very easy access to lots of cool and also sometimes weird things um but yeah what advice would you give a a teenage girl um that's considering or yeah considering going into the powerlifting community 
I think just like just jump in, just do it. I think um, you know, find a gym that that pushes you and supports you too. Like there's plenty of powerlifting gyms out there where like a lot of them are like a team and it's like a niche community that we all yeah like support each other and and it like that makes it as well. Like I think half the time it's half that your team is like yeah is what gets you there as well you can actually tell that um so in the videos you know when I'm on Instagram and I see you're posting um you know videos of you in the gym and the thing I love is yeah seeing the other people around they're not even your coach well your coach might be in there I, I don't know but um there's all these people just you know supporting you yeah. helping you and I love that and you can really tell about this community that yes it's competitive you want to you know win and beat your own records but it's very much like a supportive yeah, kind of sure. family like yeah. vibe yeah. um which is really really cool to see actually yeah it's great and it, like it makes training fun too because it's like you know mm. you've, like it's almost like your family's there like we're all like yeah. training together and yeah, it's cool. So I'd I'd say like just jump in, find a find a good coach. Yes. Yeah. Um, how how like where do they go to do that? How, do you think? Well, Instagram's a good place. There's always mm. yeah, Instagram's a good place or like you know. I guess it's a little bit of trying um, as well. Yeah, like starting. Yeah. Obviously, just Instagram's ask, easy. Ask questions. Exactly. Yeah, ask questions, which I'm is always open to answer questions. Yeah, <laughs> like that's brilliant. Yeah. No, that's cool. But that kind of reflects because your attitude's all about just go and give it like give yeah. it a shot and yeah. you know reach out to that person give it a shot yeah, and sure. they will most likely get back to you because there's amazing people on the other end that you know want to encourage and inspire yeah. other um you know young people male or female so yeah. um yeah absolutely love that be be that little bow in the gym and say <laughs> yeah all right i'll compete having no idea yeah. what, what you're competing yeah. <laughs> in so that's um that's awesome but um, going away, I guess, from the powerlifting and the and the gym and the weights and all that, um, you are a qualified chef, which is amazing. Um, how did that come about as well for you? Um, I've always liked cooking. My mum was always cooking, like, as a kid. She was always, like, involving, like, me and my sister, like, to cook and stuff with her. So I was like, oh, I actually really quite enjoy this. Mm. Um and I think like she's like passed that on to me now where it's like I really enjoy cooking for others. Like yes. it's yeah, it's rewarding to me. Yeah. Um so I started with like a school based apprenticeship when I was at school. Mm-hmm. Um and then yeah, I ended up leaving school to like pursue my apprenticeship. Yep. Yeah. And Which that is was, like ten years ago now. Yeah, right. Yeah. And not an easy industry to crack into as well I mean it's very demanding yeah um which yeah. is kind of like your power lifting you like kind of the demanding challenging <laughs> yeah, uh, <Must> yeah. <laughs> which which is you know it's awesome and it's great that you know you you kind of do it as a connection to your family um like to cook together like yeah. I relate with that so much and I definitely relate to when I'm cooking for someone seeing them enjoy it um, and I just have fun cooking it, yeah. like that whole process, you know, like I like to set some music on and especially if it's Spanish, I get my Spanish tunes <laughs> on, I drink my wine and I pretend I'm, you know, sometimes I pretend I'm on my own cooking show. I've done that before, <laughs> we'll admit. Um, but it's just there's something relaxing about it. Yeah, um, I enjoy it. I just don't like cooking for myself. <laughs> I also struggle with that. It's like, oh, I'll just have toast. It just yeah. seems easier. Everyone's but it's like, well, your little meal prep must be like 
great. I'm like, it's honestly just steak and rice. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's really not too that great. Really uh, like it. <laughs> at least though, you know how to cook your steak, <laughs> so uh, you're not seeing, you know, some people's attempts at uh, steak. But in the toaster. yeah, oh dear God, <laughs> if you cook your, to- uh, your toast, if you cook a steak in the toaster, or you put it in a microwave, mm. or any of the above, like. Don't talk to me, really. <laughs> that's that's uh, that's what I would say to that. But um, obviously, you've touched on it—the kind of the, the thing you love about cooking. But what other role do you think cooking and cooking for others, especially, has had on your life? Um, yeah, just in general, really. Like, has it, apart from like the family connection and that, like, what else has it been able to give or add value into your life? I think, um, like, for me, like, I think being a chef, it, like, for my own nutrition, for, like, training and, and things like that, it yeah. does certainly help with that. Um, mm-hmm. I guess just understanding, like, food and the role, like, the importance of, like, that food has on performance and mm. um, training. Like, yeah. It's, yeah. And it's not just, like... Oh yeah, you're supposed to get. You, you want to get B? Well, eat whatever you want yeah. because eating whatever you want won't allow your particular body to perform to its maximum. Yeah, for sure. You need to understand how it all works and suits your body, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. And then, and that's that's what I think people don't invest their time in. Yeah, I think like my personal opinion. I think like nutrition outweighs anything. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, food is king. Yeah. To me. I mean, it's the fuel. Yeah. It literally, if you don't have it, that's it. Like you can't function at 100%. You can't grow stronger. You can't, um, well, you can't even see it. function, yeah. You can't can't walk. So, look, I am happy to uh, make sure I have the fuel. My problem is making sure I don't overfill the tank. (laughs) I don't need to do that. Um, But, you know, both of those uh, kind of roles as a chef and as a powerlifter, you know, they're traditionally very male-dominated or at least perception. Um, how how have you been able to kind of like uh, thrive in that environment or how have you found that uh, for you personally um, in both both worlds? I guess like powerlifting, um, I guess I kind of used it more so as like motivation for myself. It's like... You know, like um, all the boys were strong, so it's like I want to be one of the boys. <laughs> yeah, like, the boys. I be that yeah. Strong. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, um, I always trained like with most of the guys and stuff, and like you know they would put on like two hundred. I'd be like, I want to do two hundred. So I guess it was <laughs> yeah. like, yeah, tra- like training with them was cool. Um, mm. But then work working in like a male dominated field, um, yeah, it's, it's not as easy. But, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, do you think? Do you think it's like we said before, powerlifting is this kind of community family, right? And yes, everyone's trying to do the best they can and they want to win. We get that. But there's definitely that more community. Yeah. Chef, it's like constant competition against everyone and anyone. Um, I watch too many chef documentaries. I love it. (laughs) And so, you know, I've watched things on um, Michelin, like the story of Michelin and the obsession on that. And it's kind of like I don't care who you are or what or whatever, but I'm getting my Michelin and (laughs) Michelin star for those that um, have no idea what we're talking about, Um, not the tie bubble man. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, do you think maybe it's 
that's maybe a key difference or they're really yeah, trying to outdo Yeah, I think, like, I guess in the kitchen, egos kind of outweigh. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes. Yeah, which has been a struggle, but I just try to stick to my grounds and, mm. yeah. I mean, you wouldn't want to mess with you because the cool <laughs> thing is you can be like, Sorry, say what and bam, smash him down. I'm too much of a teddy bear. <laughs> you are actually such a sweet and soft person. Like you wouldn't, um, like you wouldn't, no, not that you look all tough or anything, but if you didn't, um, you know, spend some time with you, you, you probably have a different idea of you just hear kind of like power lifted and um, lift 640 in total kilograms. You're like, yeah, I'm not going to mess with them, but you're just a bloody delight. Saying some of the other day, I was scared to come talk to you. I'm like, me? Really? <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny that, right? That's just such an interesting thing. But it's the power of not judging a book by its bloody cover. This is true. Um, you know, you don't know you don't know who you're dealing with and who this person is and that's really that's really interesting and good point. Um on that though, uh in in the chef world, is there someone that you look up to, like another chef or um uh, anything I, like that? No, I wouldn't maybe not so much chef. I just I just I guess pride myself on like I try to be the best that I can be. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, try to like pride my work in being like the best quality that it can be, like no matter how busy or like mm-hmm. you know how like, keep to your standards. I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that that makes sense to me because that's what you are like as a powerlifter too. You know, you you motivate yourself. Yeah. So as a chef, you motivate yourself to keep the standards. You yeah. motivate yourself to um, be proud about what you're putting out. Yeah. For um, sure. So I really, yeah, I really like that. I mean, I was, I was curious because I love. Well, obviously, I'm a massive Gordon Ramsay fan, but I know that there's like some amazing chefs outside he's of like my favorite. Chef yeah, because he, he's entertaining, yeah. and it's just like, oh, this is such good TV. Yeah. Oh, I love it. But um, I love Nigella Lawson. I love Massimo Buddha. That like, I can go deep into some crap because YouTube is a wonderful place that you can spend hours. Um, like I follow a pizza channel on YouTube. It's literally called The Pizza Show. Oh. It is the best. And it's based in America. So they look at the pizza in New York, Brooklyn. Um, he also goes over to Italy. and yeah, wow. Oh, and, you know, there's Roman-style pizza and there's no, oh, my God. I love pizza and I'm also hungry and now that I've got that on my mind. Oh, that's so funny. Um, what's the biggest challenge that you've faced as a chef um, up up to this point? Uh, I think uh, like with my powerlifting is trying to like just balance like the two because like, mm. they both are very high stress yeah. um, jobs and hobbies, I guess. Um, so I think like that is probably what, the biggest one. Mm. Um, Okay. Yeah, that'd be tough because the um, I was going to say retail, so hospitality industry is demanding because not only is it your personal standards and you know the way you cook and all that, but your boss or the owner's um, restaurant or cafe or whatever, yeah. um, you have to meet their expectations, and then there's the, the bloody cut. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if you could just see your face right there. <laughs> The customers. What's the most annoying oh, thing about customers that just them in general? Like, the, don't get me wrong. There's some like really nice ones, mm-hmm. but then there's some really awful ones too. Mm. And I just want to like, I don't know, just 
I don't get it. I don't understand how just because I am going to pay you for a service of cooking me a meal means I can talk to you any way I want. Yeah. Um, I don't get that thing because I, I just put myself in their shoes and thinking about the stress levels going on and think about how would I cope with that? Maybe not well. So don't yell at me because now I'm really not going to be yeah. well. People don't do that though. Like mm. we, the other day we had like a line out the door. So yeah. That was full. And some lady came and ordered like some takeaway food and there was like 10 minutes on the docket and she's like, where's my food? And I'm like, um, 10 minutes is toasting. Yes. Yeah. have to turn bread to toast. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, oh. So I was like, oh, you can just wait a little bit longer. <laughs> yes. I love that. See, you've got to treat the chefs, the cooks, the waitresses and everyone. You just treat everyone with a bit of respect, yeah, you know. But sure. bloody hell, customers, come on, pull your act together. <laughs> um, but, you know, you've got lots of, you know, aspirations and goals. Um, you've mentioned a little bit of you got the competition in July. July? Yep. yep. Um, what? So you've got that as an initial goal, but what other goals do you have in powerlifting? Um, they can be short-term, they can be long-term, whatever you're comfortable with sharing. I um, mean, also, uh, what are your goals with um, your profession as a chef? Um, is that something you see long-term to be doing or is it just helping support you doing what you love in, in powerlifting? Um, I guess, like, goals for powerlifting is um, to take – like the all-time like Australian total record. Um, what, what's that? So it's currently like 7.05. Oh, you're going to get it. <laughs> you're close. There's a long way to go, but um, whether that's by July or. It's just that's yeah, the number that's, when it happens, yeah. it happens. Um, yeah. So that's like my main goal at the moment. Um, this little, little like uh, personal goals like outside of that, you know, like at the moment I'm, like dieting, so it's fun. It's really fun. <laughs> so much fun. Um, so there's like smaller, like yeah, like body weight goals and that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like with cooking, yeah, I don't know. Like obviously, I think like long term goal, I would love to step out of the kitchen and get more into like nutrition side of things. Yeah, um, yeah. So I, I think like. It's still such a lacking subject, um, mm. in especially in strength sports. Yes, and especially for females. Mm. Um, I think like there's a lot with females, like female health, female like mm. it's different to you can't prescribe a female the same as a male. Thank you. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So yeah. I think in my personal experience, like I think that is still extremely lacking. Mm. Um, so that's like something that I would like to. Yeah, help. Yeah, especially because if you think of the amount of coaches, right, um, how many of them are men versus women? Oh, it's pretty much like 90% would be male, yeah. So they they don't have a personal experience on what it's actually like. Yeah. That's not their fault completely. Um, And they probably used to or they may have had more experience working with more men or than boys. Yeah. but I definitely see that that is a massive opportunity to to get in. Um, well, there's a gap there in that market. Like there's a lot of probably the misconception because what's happened is a bit of a copy-paste of what 
we know about like nutrition and um, athletes, but generally it's based on the men. Well, the men. Look about the clinical like studies and stuff, like a lot of them are done on men. So it's like, it's like what about us? <laughs> we are so completely different, right? Yeah. Um, you should totally, yeah, I'm all about that. You should totally do that because, you know, with athletes that I'm working with, um, I, you know, am always eager to look for, you know, new ways or, yeah, I guess the latest um, kind of research or things that I find that will benefit them and their performance and just their life in general. Um, and if I was able to be like, hey, uh, ex-athlete I know like this amazing this, this person who's super knowledgeable is a female athlete as well so has that um yeah. insight um I think it'd be awesome to you know to see you I reckon you could just absolutely boom that out of the park yeah mate we're gonna spend time on your business plan <laughs> that's really cool yeah so like I think yeah you could be like going around giving also talks to whether they're teams, clubs, individuals, um, I mean, yeah, in your own sport as well, but outside of it, like, it's booming now, man. Yeah, and it's, it's still, yeah, like I said, like, it's still, I feel it's still such, like, a lacking mm. subject, topic, like, it's, you look anywhere, it's like, oh, the research was done on a male, or, like, this yeah. is a male coach, or, you know. Back from the days in yeah. whatever. And the other thing that might be interesting is the impact on the menstrual cycle. For sure. And food. Like that's a huge thing. Huge. And we always, you know, you're growing up and you feel guilty of like, because I don't know about you, but I get my period and I crave sometimes whether it's, I'm not huge on sweets. Um, and But some, there's those occasions I'm like, I want a bit of chocolate or pastry or whatever. Yeah. Um, but then you feel guilty like, uh, why am I doing this to my body when it's not necessarily like your choice of being? Yeah, sometimes like that, that it is out of your control. It's like you know, it's just it's the same as like you know, like weight fluctuation and things mm. like that. Around that time, it's like, well, it's nothing we've actually done like physically. It's just mm. there's not enough research in it. There's, I mean, there's more talk now research with the menstrual cycle sure. and its impact on athletes and ACLs, especially. Um, seeing if there's that link there sure. um but yeah i think that's i think that's really an exciting thing and i can't wait to see <laughs> see the bow industries or um whatever other cool name because there's so many that could come from it uh, that's pretty cool um what's the one thing that you would tell 10 year old bow that you could tell her right now Stay in school. Don't, be, don't become a chef. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of the kitchen. Yeah. yeah. No, but honestly, like I probably would, like I guess hindsight, it's easier said now than mm. when I was younger. But I like, yeah, I wish I had have stayed in school probably a little bit and, and go down those those paths earlier mm. in saying that I've still got plenty of time to do it now. But You're still very young. You're still um, very young. I think, yeah, yeah, stay in school. Mm. <laughs> that's a good one, yeah. and one that will be very popular. Don't do with. Trade, stay in school. Yeah. <laughs> Make life easier yeah, for yourself. For sure. Yeah, that's uh, that's true. But um, you know, just before I let it go, but I'm really excited about this whole potential business thing. Um, what would you need any like 
specific um, education background in in that or anything specific or um, yeah, have you looked into that yet or anything? Or yeah, can you just kind I'm of into doing um, like a like a sports nutrition um, course in the beginning, mm. um, and then obviously the long term goal I would. Uh, go to uni and do like nutrition dietetics. Yeah. Which is like a five year, four year degree or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, look, when you need work experience, I know, uh, I actually just met with this, um, awesome girl. She reached out to me on Instagram and I met her at, um, the house, the cafe close to you. And she's got a diet, well, she's a dietitian and has a practice, um, right across the road from like the house. Um, and she's, Similar to me, where she just launched into her business, left yeah, cool. all of that. But um, you know, when you're looking for that kind of uh, work experience thing yeah. or anything inside, yeah, I I know of her, and I know she works with a lot of athletes, which um, which is cool because I've just only discovered her now, yeah, and cool. it's so important. It's something that a lot of um, athletes are paying more and more attention, especially if you, sure. you want to be in that. Yeah top percent like everything matters everything and that including outside of the physical like for me everything matters in terms of do you know your brand do you know what you want to do with your life if you don't that's fine let's try and work on that um how how can we leverage your position right now there's all these things that and, and I find that in women it's especially difficult because we're trying to juggle study work and being professional or semi-pro and all that and you don't have that capacity, um, and so I, I'm really like focused on trying to kind of highlight. You know what? We can make things a bit easier for you if we figure out this other stuff. Like give a bit of time to it. But um, I don't know why I'm going off on this rant. But yeah, I think it's really important that you know. So um, yeah, that's cool. that that's my my little uh, <laughs> wisdom there for the day. Um, where do you see the future of women's sport? And you can talk specifically about powerlifting or just in general, like where do you see it heading and what do you believe that uh, people can do to, to help, you know, to help see these changes? I think like in general, like I think the direction it's heading in now is like pretty cool. Like it's cool to see that that, you know, like when I, like I was growing up playing soccer, it was like no one ever came to the girls' games. Mm. It was wasn't even thought about. No. Nah. Whereas now, like, the girls have, like, it's, it's televised. Like, yeah. it's cool. Yeah. Um, I think, and I think the girls' games are more interesting than the men's half the time. Yes, and they don't dive as much as the men, which I hate <laughs> about men's football, but, yeah. Um, like, watching, like, the girls, like, rugby and stuff, like, some of the, like, they hit harder than half the men, I think. So. Uh, and they get up. Yeah. They bloody get up. Or if they're down, it's, like, for real, like, something bad's happened yeah and then like like palatine's too bit like it's it's like the females are growing like i think again it's, it's so cool to see like there's more girls competing mm. than there is guys sometimes like it's awesome it's super cool and like speaking like palatine's specific like the support girls have now within like the circle is is pretty cool mm. um so they're like very welcomed yeah. and um not made to feel like you don't belong in here like a old school traditional gym for sure. club that you know for sure. you'd walk in and you go Woo, yeah back out um and there's like specific comps that are like for like females only now like so it really like which mm. is i think like yeah just supporting all that sort of stuff more and 
and getting the girl like younger girls into it too is is pretty cool. But. And seeing it, I think you know, just seeing oh, this is a this is a sport that looks interesting to me, and and there's women in there and killing it in their mm. um, in their particular event or or whatever. And I think I think visibility across the board in like any industry. Any level, whatever it is, we need women in there. For sure. Um, I feel that's the only way we're going to see proper gender equality um, across the board from all those, all of the things from yeah, equal pay and equal access to resources or facilities and things like that. But yeah, it'll be cool. I, you know, it's cool to hear that the community in powerlifting is really strong and very supportive and yeah. welcoming. So that's. I think like I think the direction it's all moving in is like it's like from when I first started to now like I think it's it's definitely moving in the right direction and it can only get better for yeah sure. it can only get better if we're all doing our bit you know yeah. too and like yourself you know um, saying yes to coming on a, a podcast with me and trying to help me on my journey with my business and what yeah, I'm sure. trying to do and it's all like you all kind of give um, you give back and you pay it forward and we do all of that because we know that we're leaving behind us a legacy. For sure. In my, well, yeah. That's how I view it. Yeah. And, and yeah, I think like girls supporting girls is like the greatest thing. Like I think it's yeah. the best, it's the best thing. To it, it absolutely is the most um, energizing way I've found to, to kind of work in a business world where I'm not naturally business minded, but I'm working on it because I'm figuring out. It's basically problem solving. It's got a problem solve your way through. <laughs> like, how the hell do I do this on zero dollars? <laughs> There's a way. <laughs> I will find it. Um, look, so you've shared such amazing insights and stories from your journey um, in the world of powerlifting as a chef and just as you as a person. And I feel uh, we could talk again. And I definitely would be keen to maybe um, post your. Um, uh, tournament as well see how you went with that because you've got so much knowledge and you're so humble um and I like most I think female athletes so humble about their achievements um you know I find that m- not all men but generally men could walk in the room and be like I'm the powerlifting champion I've lifted 640 like just without anyone asking or whatever but you're in a room you've actually been there done all of these things um, and you, you, I think it's a general, a generalization, um, but common, uh, we, we kind of keep quiet and we don't necessarily put ourselves yeah. in that kind of spotlight, but it's an amazing thing that you've, you've, um, achieved and it's more exciting as well to see where you go with it. So I'm pumped to see, <laughs> I'm pumped to see you smash 700 and what was it? 705. 705. <laughs> Mate, you can get 710. That's that's cool. So <laughs> that's cool. I love it. I love it. Um, but look, thanks so much for, for joining um, joining me. It's been awesome. I've really enjoyed learning, actually. Yeah. Um, thanks for having me. No, mate, it's, it's a pleasure. But I'll give you one last, um, I don't know, opportunity to say anything. Like is there one last piece of advice, one last uh, little golden nugget from you that you uh, would want to give people or it doesn't even have to be that. You could just say thanks for having me and that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I just think, like, I think girls just need to keep supporting each other and I think, um, yeah. Let's let's do that. Let's yeah. stick to, stick together and pull each other up. I for love sure. that. Dude, you're a legend. Thank you so much. 
Thanks so much, guys, for listening to the Level Playing Field podcast. Please give it a like um, and share it with your friends and network. I really, really appreciate that. Uh, Please follow, subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts and follow the journey of the Level Playing Field. Have a great one, guys. Love you all. Bye.